Welcome to the United Controversial Podcast, where all things are argumentative. We discuss any controversial topic and get down to the raw beat of it. And trust me, we will go there. All right. Hey, welcome to the United Controversy Podcast. Uh, this is Leonidas Cecilio, and I'm here with Pat Leaf. Hope you guys are having a good day. So can you, can you believe it's been two years since uh, we were or since I recorded the intro to this podcast and unfortunately didn't go anywhere. Um, it's been, uh, it's been quite the journey, but here we are. We're trying to uh, get things restarted. Yeah. There's a lot, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in everybody's lives during that time. It was really hard to get stuff going. There was, and it, you know, Hey, it was right in the middle of COVID and you know, I mean, there was a lot of good, topics back then you know and it would have been great to uh to record in that time frame but you know hey it uh it also hurt you know i mean i was in seattle living at the time and you know that doesn't help especially so, when i was living away from my family so right oh i totally get that here I am still still sitting in Iowa five years later. Still haven't moved back home yet. Yeah. So uh anyway, um so we're here now. We're going to uh continue to make uh episodes on a regular basis, hopefully on a weekly basis. And that's uh that's our goal. So um I guess let's kick off this episode here by um just getting into our personals. Pat, go ahead and uh, give us a little bit about yourself. Well, as I already said, you know, Patrick Leaf, that's my name. I uh, work for the railroad, so that's pretty much the bulk of my time. I, I'm called 24-7, but it kind of gives me a different – being out there gives you a different perspective of things. You see the world from a different viewpoint. You meet a lot of interesting people along the way, and you hear a lot of deferring viewpoints along the way. So it definitely brings up a lot of uh, – topics to discuss and there's usually never a dull moment out there and that's i mean that's basically me i don't other than work i don't really have a whole lot i got a, got a house in iowa a couple dogs um no that, that's really the gist of me right now i don't have a whole lot that i like doing on my spare time right now just because i don't really have a lot of spare time even though i do like to use my smoker I like to drink beer, of course. Um, yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. So, uh, why don't you say something about yourself, there, Leo? Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, like I said in the intro, I'm Leonidas Cecilio. I'm a union electrician, uh, hence my background. Um, I've been a union electrician for about 16 years, and uh, I, me, just like Pat, I well, I come across a lot of uh, interesting people in my field. Um, you know, we hear a lot of different points of views and, uh, a lot of them typically lead, or I should say lean more towards the, uh, uh, the democratic side of things, obviously being union. That's most people's point of view comes from that side of the fence. So, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I mean, part of me leans Democrat just simply because I'm union, but, you know, I have other points of views and, uh, 
you know, as far as my personal life, I, I have uh, four kids and a wife married. So, you know, busy with them, obviously four kids is a lot of kids. So, um, don't really do much on spare time for myself. It's usually with my wife and kids. So, you know, that's pretty much all I got there. That's who I am. You brought up, uh, you know, the t- you know, typical, the typical union viewpoints are that, you know, unions are typically left leaning. Um, <laughs> but it just kind of made me think about my, you know, I'm union, I'm a union worker too. I'm a railroad conductor. Um, but I have to probably be part of the most conservative union that I've ever even been a part of. And I don't know if that's just because, again, you know, living here in Iowa, Iowa is a relatively conservative state. Like even even like even my local chairman is a conservative, and it's really weird to not constantly, you know, not that you don't know, hear what you expect coming from Illinois, where the union there was, you know, staunchly Democrat, and now I'm over here in Iowa where it's mostly conservative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm now back in Illinois, so um, it's it's definitely democrat here yeah for sure and the unions here are strong because of it i mean i i can't say anything bad about that so um so yeah anyway uh so the united controversy podcast kind of came about by um uh me and my brother-in-law actually uh talking a lot of uh, a lot about politics back in well i guess about 2 years ago and it just fueled my fire to say hey why aren't we talking about this so that everybody else can hear it and give you know other people a chance to chime in on what we're talking about and you know along the way uh, i talked to pat and pat likes to argue some of our politics you know some sometimes we agree uh, sometimes we argue, you know, and it, it makes good banter. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're trying to accomplish that, you know, just get people to understand more than one point of view. Um, really it would be nice to, if we could get the United States to be more of a centralized political system instead of left and right, you know, because left and right is bullshit in my opinion. But I really a hundred percent agree on that anymore. But you know, I mean, that's not always easy. Uh, You know, you get people that have hardcore beliefs, and you know, it's understandable. We're not here to try and sway people from one way, one way or the other. You know, do your thing whatever you enjoy, but I just, uh, I really like the conversation that we can gain from having these podcasts and, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be fun moving forward. Oh, well, that's something that's kind of been lost in this country over the last probably decade, I'd say decade plus is that it, it is okay for us all to have different viewpoints that's supposed to be the beauty of this country everybody can think however they want but at the end of the day we all still get along we all still got each other's back 
you know, we all still love each other because at the end of the day, we're all Americans. And I think that's something that this country's lost over the last decade plus. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. It's, I completely agree. It's anymore. It almost reminds me of like like a high school clique. You know, you got the nerdy kids, you got the popular kids, you got the sports jocks, you got the band nerds. I mean, you know, I mean, it just it goes on. You know, you got left, you got right, you got middle, you got um you know lgbtq you got white black i mean it just keeps going you know it's like everything's so clicky anymore and not what this country's supposed to be about and no it's not supposed to be that way you know and it's just it's it's sad that we can't come together as one you know i mean there's always power in numbers and i say that a lot when it comes to the union you know like if you have a problem at work Okay. It's, it's better to address a problem with the masses of people than it is just yourself, right? If it's just yourself, chances are you're not going to accomplish nothing. Nobody's going to care. Nothing's going to change. But if you have a mass of people that's willing to help you on a directive and change the way, uh, that thing is whatever that is, you know, the more people you have to help better and the chances are getting it changed is, you know, is much greater. Obviously that's the reason why unions were founded in the first place, right? right. It was people having horrible work conditions and, you know, working their asses off basically and, you know, and dying uh, due to the lack of safety and concern for the well-being of the worker. Oh, people's lives were given in the fight for that too. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Lots, lots. And, uh, you know, if we're not talking about union and we're just talking about just the American people as one in the, in a country, you know, um, too many people are playing off of these, these media hypes in my opinion is what they are. They're media hypes. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not here to say that Racism is not a thing in the in America, or that homophobia isn't a thing in America. Okay, I'm not trying to debate that fact, but what I am trying to say is that we are one people. Right. We're just not acting like it. And if we could oh. act as one people, we could get a lot of stuff done. You know, I mean. Oh yeah. This supposed this this country. Um, here I work with said this perfectly to me one day, and he basically told me said, uh, you know, Pat, if this country gets destroyed, it's not gonna never gonna be destroyed from the outside. It's gonna be because we destroyed ourselves from the inside. Completely agree. I I mean I couldn't agree with that more. And it's got a lot to do with um you know well you know we're all to blame too because we fall into the uh we fall into the media and the politicians lies because i mean in, anymore my opinion on the media is the media is the enemy of the american people oh for sure for Especially, sure you know, main street main street media in particular because they're so they're, they're so far they're so far right so far left you know they don't there's nothing's done right down the middle and every politician lies like if you want 
you want to talk about, you know, example, the abortion issue going on in today's world. What people don't remember is that, you know, when Biden was on the campaign trail, he, you know, said Roe versus Wade is law of the land. And when he becomes president, he will, you know, and like we found out with, like we found out with Trump and we found out with Obama, all it takes is a swipe of a pen for the president anymore. More so because Congress is so broken, they can't ever do anything anyways. Yeah. So the president almost has to use the executive order. Well, that's one thing Biden promised, and you guys, we never got it. So, I mean, if you're someone that's upset about this Roe versus Wade decision, really you should be more upset at the president, in my opinion, because he hasn't followed through on any of his promises, except all except all the negative ones, all the ones that have, ne- that have hurt us, you know, that have kind of hit us in a negative matter and that, but that's my opinion on the matter. Sure. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you. Okay. So, uh, going back to, uh, your comment about the media, which is really funny that you brought that up because, uh, most people don't know this, but BlackRock is a hedge fund, uh, management company mm-hmm. and, uh, they were founded in 1988 and, Currently today, as of January 2022, they hold $10 trillion in assets under their management. Isn't that insane? That's insane. So uh, they hold, so I don't want to say that they hold majority of companies because that's not true, but they hold enough, enough shares in all of them. I don't, well, all might be a stretch, but a lot of the major media outlets in our country. They own a, uh, I guess, a driving interest, right? So it might not be a majority interest, but it's a driving interest, enough to push the media in the direction that that BlackRock wants the media to be pushed in. And it's it's crazy because, I mean, it's big names. I mean, you're talking Fox News, you're talking CNN, um, MSNBC, their parent companies. um, Facebook was on their Google um, I want to say Twitter was in there. Um, you know, I mean, these are a lot of big major news or media sources that BlackRock is in control of. And the crazy part is, is, is that most people don't realize that BlackRock is in control of these people because we put them there. So you're investing your money and you're investing it with a hedge fund especially if that hedge fund is BlackRock, you're giving them power to run our country. Oh, yeah. And they do it. They're doing it right now. And for anybody out there who who disagrees with me, I'm going to call bullshit on you right now, and I want you or I challenge you to look up BlackRock, follow the rabbit hole on BlackRock, Mm -hmm. and... I mean, form your own opinion once you do the research, but it's there. I've been down that fucking rabbit hole, and it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, well, like I said, they. I don't think it's. I don't think the majority owners in, in the UP anymore. I think it's Vanguard that's the majority owner in the UP. But like you said, they still own a controlling interest, or you know, whatever the word is. But they have enough influence to push what they want. Still. Yep. Exactly. It's and, it's enough power to push their agenda. Yep, and that's that's you know, again using the railroads as an example. That's part of the, that's part of the problem that we're seeing in the railroad industry. That it, 
directly led to the supply chain issues we are having in this country is these hedge funds that are coming in and purchasing, you know, whether it's, you know, the controlling interest, the majority and, you know, whatever, you know, or if it's just enough to push their influence, they're coming in and they're pushing, you know, massive maintenance cuts, massive manpower cuts, you know, trying to squeeze every last dollar they can out of the company. Because the railroads are cash cows. Let's face it. The railroads are cash cows in this country. And that's, yeah, they're coming in and they're pushing business practice models like precision schedule railroading, which is a completely another topic for a different day. Um, But the whole purpose of it is to make the quickest dollar they can and just squeeze the company dry. And then when there's nothing left, they, they bail. Yeah. That's what's and it's been going on in this country for years. And, you know, most of us out here are, you know, I think I at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what people say, you know, fuck capitalism, fuck this, fuck that, you know. At the end of the day, capitalism is the reason why you and I like you and I like I can do this off an iPhone. Yes. Capitalism's a real bad side of at the same time, unchecked capitalism is not good either. That's where I think the federal government needs to step in. At the same time, I don't trust the federal government to step in and do it. Yeah, well, the considering the federal government's in shambles anyway and can't figure out what to do with the left versus the right and can't come up with a, a good grounding middle. I mean, we can be honest that the president of the United States pretty much is... Let's just call him what he is. He's fucking useless. I mean, Congress has the power to do everything. And are we talking about the president in general? We're talking about our current president. The president in general. I mean, he's got some executive power, you know, like, you know, and, and he can sign some executive orders and blah, 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 whatever. You know, okay, he's got some of that power. But let's be honest. The dude can't go to war. I mean, everybody was like, oh, well, the president of the United States got a red button that he can press and just go to war if he wants to. No, the fuck he can't. Congress he has to have, has to authorize it. Yeah, Congress has to authorize it. He has to have approval and funding to go to war. He can't just go to war. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the president of the United States, you know. It, I think in certain cases he can authorize nuclear strike. Sure, sure, and, probably, yes. It, I'd have to I'd have to look I'd have to read that up again, but I, I right. think it's and authorize a strike. There is there is, like I said, there is some things that he can do, and uh, you know. But my whole point of that was just like the government was built in the United States to basically make it so that the president of the United States could not become a dictator. Correct. But what that has led us to now is a two-party system that is so corrupt and so so divided that Mm -hmm. we can't even get stuff done anymore you know and and you're you're talking about bills when bills come out they're so fucking thick and and just filled with so much garbage because you know Something that starts out as one thing, it ends up being a hundred other things because people well, won't vote yes unless right. there's that's shits in it. That's because, like you just said, it's all the pork that's at. You know, the 
each party won't, you know, it's like, I'll sign this for you if you put this in there, you know, and it's like, like, I, what's the, I'm trying to think of something you could use for example, probably like, I don't know, maybe, God, I can't even think of something right now. Well, I guess one thing I'm like, you know what I'm getting at though is, yeah. We won't pass this unless we get this in here. And then it just keeps going and going and going and going. And then you end up with a whole bunch of useless stuff that have nothing to do with what the original bill was all about. Yep. But it's how they get all their, it's how they get their agenda pushed through just to, uh, you know, put it in short, I guess. Yeah. My thing I remember out there is when the healthcare law was passed under Obama and, you know, it was a, you know, massive, Bible, bunch of stuff, you know. And Nancy Pelosi says we can't tell we don't know what's in the bill until we pass the bill. It's like no, you idiots need to read the bill before you pass the bill. Yeah. Like what what are you voting on something that you don't know what's in it? Exactly. It's like like, who who would do that? It's it's like I'll compare it to a beer tasting. Okay. I go to a brewery. I want to buy some beer. I ain't good. And I've never had it. I got five choices of beer to choose from. Well, I ain't going to try. I ain't going to buy the beer without tasting it first to figure out which one I like, you know? Yep. I guess, I don't know if that's a great comparison or not, but I mean, that's what it comes to my mind. You know, I'm not going to sign or I guess I'm not going to, I'm not going to sign. I'm not going to sign for a loan without reading the contract, without knowing what my interest rates are, what my monthly payments are, what are the terms, what are the penalties, you know, without knowing any of that. I'm not going to sign that unless I know any of unless I read and know any of it. Here's the best, here's the best analogy in my opinion. Going back to your beer tasting. All right. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to beer taste. Okay. We're going to line up 10 different bottles of beer on a, on the counter. And, uh, the labels are going to specifically say what's in the beer. One of those beers has deadly poison in it. Mm-hmm. But wait a second, though. You're not allowed to read the labels. You still going to drink that fucking beer? Hell no. Hell no, you're not going to drink that beer. Hell no, man. I'm not going to drink it. <laughs> you're going to say, fuck you. I'm, I'm not, not even going to try. No. no, It's the same difference. You can't tell me that you can't read a fucking bill before you pass it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to believe what, that. What What did we see just happen recently? What are they like? Basically, overnight, they passed approval for funding for red flag gun laws. Yep. Literally overnight. Nobody knows what's in them exactly. I don't know what's in them exactly. But I already know what red flag usually equates to. So that alone right there is, mm-mm. but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of the stuff's done overnight while everybody's asleep. Exactly. It's just all pushed through. But at the end of the day, we still know who all voted on it. It's like these damn Republicans that voted, you know, the 15, oh. 15 or 16 Republicans, whatever, how many ever it was. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this is Mitt Romney's career suicide. Finally. Yeah, I mean, dude, we still know that it was you that did it. So yeah. you can vote overnight if you want, but it doesn't make a difference. 
No, it doesn't. I'm like, that's all you know, that's all public information. Who voted for what? Yeah, exactly. So the problem, you're, not, part- you're not pulling one over, you're not pulling the veil no. over the American people's eyes. I mean, come on, man. Exactly. You know? Well, but I mean at the same time, it's our fault that because you know, we're the ones that keep voting those idiots in. Well, the problem is is it's one sided fucking politics. Yep. I mean that it it's it's so crazy. Okay. Oh, yeah. People vote. And it's so fucking sad. People vote, and they vote for a person based off of, like... Their party. Well, not even their party. Like, four or five different fucking things, right? Right. The vast majority of people, if you're Catholic, you're voting fucking Republican, you're voting Republican, and the only reason why you're voting Republican is because of abortion. Okay, yep. well, maybe now you can add gay and lesbian stuff in there, too, because they don't want to see, you know, another man fucking another man. Or woman, whatever. Okay, I get that. But that's two things. Well, basing what? people, you're basing these people that run the fucking country off of two things. Yep. And I'm sorry, but this country isn't ran off of two things. And it sure as hell isn't ran off of your ideals of what someone else is doing in their fucking bedroom that ain't your bedroom. Yeah, because guess what? That's what we were talking about the other day. Guess what? what? Whatever someone's doing in their fucking bedroom is none of my fucking business. Nope. I don't care if you like it that way. Fine. I don't care. I, you know, you do whatever you want. You know, and, and, and looking at that, and this is just a thought. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but I'll just roll with it. These people have been repressed for so long, right? They've been pushed back into their little shell of, you know, of secrecy and blah, 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 and whatever you want to put it, right? That now that they've gained some fucking traction, now that they're moving forward, they're cramming their shit down our fucking throats. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, now you've got our fucking kids involved. You know, you've got schools out there teaching kids about being fucking gay. All yeah. this shit. Like, what the fuck, man? I've already, de- I've already decided if this stuff is still the same, you know, whenever I have kids, whether it be, you know, five, ten years, something like that. I'm homeschooling them. I'm not putting them through the public school system. I don't even know if I'll put them in a private school. I'm going to homeschool them. I will make sure my finances are all right to where we can survive off my income plus some. And whoever I marry, you can teach a child if you want. Man. Homeschool is probably much, pretty much the only way to go. I mean, it, it just... It is. I mean, my, I got a, I know a couple back home that, you know, Said the same thing too. You know, she. I was. I was at their house having a few beers once with, uh, having a few beers with him, and something had come up that was going through the Illinois legislature. And his, his wife looked down at us and said, "Joe, we're homeschooling our kids. We're not putting them through the school system." Yeah. And he was like, "Okay, honey." Anymore, yeah, homeschooling is the way to go. Didn't you actually teach your schools anymore? Maybe not so much high schools or grade schools, depending on where you're at. But anymore, in my opinion, going to you go to the four year college to become more indoctrination centers than anything else. Yeah. Rather than like, like you know, I still remember when I was going to school, the courses I was taking. Like, how is this going to help me down it the doesn't. road? Why am I taking this? Like, you know, I think what was I? I was going to school to. Be, uh, physical education teacher initially with the coaching certification. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not doing either because this 
pays more, better benefits. But anyways, um, and they had me taking like advanced like math courses and stuff like that. And I was like, what? Why do I need to take pre-calc for to be a PE teacher? Yeah. Like, why do I need to take really if I'm if I'm being a PE teacher? Why do I need to take anything more than basic math anyways? I'm not teaching these kids math. Nope. I'm sports. I'm teaching them how to live healthy. You know, I'm. That's what I'm teaching these kids. I'm not teaching them how what two plus that two plus two equals four. Dude, schools are ridiculous. I mean, the curriculum that they teach the kids, you know, I mean, like, hey, I get that we need to learn math. We need to learn how to add and subtract. I get all that. Need to learn how to read and write. That makes sense to me. You know, okay, you know, some history in there. You know, we want to kind of understand where we came from and blah, 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 and where we're going. A little bit of science, I get that. You know, a little bit of anatomy and whatever. Make sure that we understand how things exist and, how things work. I get that. But at the end of the day, you're really, the school system really cuts out the core values that children need to learn in order to be successful adults. But what, in my opinion, what they're really doing is they're gearing the system towards basically making us a slave to the system. I mean, it, it just, that's, that's it. They don't teach us the fundamentals of taxes they don't teach us the fundamentals of business. They don't teach us the fundamentals of finance. They don't teach us any of that stuff in school. Oh, that's you're a hundred percent right there. I mean, I was, I was never taught that you know, use the taxes, the fundamentals of taxes. I was never taught that in school. I, I I'm going to be 32 years old when I do my taxes. I still have to call my folks and ask questions about them. You know, I was never taught at the school. I was never taught any of that stuff in school. And then you look at like school programs that are being cut, you know, what are the programs they're cutting? There's, uh, you know, Auburn high school back in, uh, Rockford. I don't know if they still have it or not, but they have, they, uh, I, um, oh gosh. Yeah. There's like a mechanics class, you know, auto, auto technician class or whatever. Classes like that, in my eyes, teach you more about life skills than, taking advanced math yeah oh yeah like me i've never i don't you you know what am i more like what's someone like me more likely to do in my everyday life am i going to have to do math every day or am i have to go do a brake job on my car yeah you're more likely to have to do brake a brake job on your car and the funny part is is that they those are the curriculums that they're cutting out of the schools those are the ones that are least important teaching people how to be mechanical, how to work for themselves, how to, you know, how to do the things that are necessary to do in life, how to change a fucking tire on your car. That stuff's important. And they're not teaching that. How to do something as basic and simple as changing an air filter. Yeah. You know, and then on top of that, like, dude, I mean, when I was in high school, I took, um, well, it was a form of shop. I mean, we did a bunch of things, but Mm -hmm. I took a shop. Yeah. you know, like we built a metal box, you know, where we got to cut the metal and bend it and fold it and, you know, uh, and weld it together and all that shit. And then on uh, another thing that we did was we were able to bring in a lawnmower and rebuild the motor of the lawnmower. You know I mean? It was all sorts of different shit, but it was, yeah, that was cool. But I know I'm almost a hundred percent 
certain that my high school now, what has been 20, almost 20 years later, does not have that class anymore. Yeah. And it's ridiculous because that's teaching, that's teaching kids what they need to know, you know, things Mm. that could help them in the future and they just don't care. Yeah, I know my high school doesn't have, uh, they don't have shop class anymore. Nope. You know, I mean, it, it, it's all those classes. And then, you know, of course, the one program that they're not going to get rid of is the ROTC. You know, they're not going to, they don't want to, they don't want to stop letting kids learn how to become military men and women. That's another topic for a different time. <laughs> for sure. For, what's, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. That that might that topic might be a little a little sensitive to talk about for some people, I'm sure. So I'll say we'll save that for another time. Oh yeah, that'll be another good show at a later yeah. date. I'd like to get like somebody on here that's actually in the military, if that was possible, or has been in the military and get their opinions on it, you know. For sure, for sure. But you know, coming from someone like me who's never been in the I mean, I have relatives that have been in the military. But I've never been in the military personally, so I think just, you know, some cases on it is not really my position to talk about. No, I agree. I mean, I did sign up for the military. Um, I didn't end up going through the military. Uh, It was simply just because I, well, my height to weight ratio was off for them. I mean, I'm a a big guy, so for your, their actual height to weight ratio, like, I'd pretty much have to be anorexic, I think. Mm. But and they wanted to put me through one of those uh, weight training courses. You know, it was like a couple of weeks or whatever of, you know, of weight training to help you lose weight. Yeah. And like this was, you know, this was like right in the heat of the war and bullshit going on. And, you know, I'm like, uh, no, like, you know, I mean, they're like, oh, so I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll do it. Well, how much do you make? And they're like, nothing. Yeah. It's like, it's like eight weeks or something like that. And you, or maybe it was less than that. I think it was like two or three weeks. And it was like, and I'm not going to get paid. Yeah. No, yeah, thanks. I, actually, I think that's something I can say. I think most, a lot of people in this country agree upon is our military men and women are drastically underpaid. Yeah. Yeah. Paid. Yep. Yeah. I can agree with that too. I mean, yeah, I, no, I mean, we got some, we got some military people that we know. I mean, Jared, he was in the military, I, I you know, long time. yeah, for sure. And you know, his, his brother, Nick is in the Navy and then, or no, I'm sorry. His brother, Tyler is in the Navy. And then Nick, I believe is in the army. Okay. I think pretty sure it's the army because Jared was in the Marines. Yeah. I I spoke to I spoke to a recruiter once, but he found but when he found out about my knee because I blew out my knee in high school playing football. When he found out about that, that was kind of the end of that whole thing. So I never made it past just talking to a recruiter. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nuts. Anyway, we'll talk about military some other time. We've, mm-hmm. we've got we've got plenty of episodes to discuss the woos and the walls of. Military. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there's plenty there. We've got plenty to talk about, that's for damn sure. I will say though, uh say this before we get off the military sub uh topic. Oh god Devin Hester in the house with the sunglasses. 
It actually gave him the sunglasses. It did. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I stand behind all of our troops. Just making that too. known. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer. I I stand by my troops. I support my troops. That's right. Hardly. I also back the blue. So. Yep. Me too. Um, I, all I about step- the police officers, and you know. My stepdad is a detective back there, home in Winnebago County. So, yeah, and I, you know, I'm not going to say that there's not some shady shit going on for some of the people out there that, you know, don't back the blue. But oh, let's be honest, man. If there was no cops, you'd have no safety, and uh, you know, whatever. That's another topic too for another time. Oh yeah, no, no, there's <laughs> that. There's definitely shady stuff that goes on in the police force. There's good cops just like there's bad cops just like there's a good cops, but you know, you get that in every field. There's good doctors, there's bad doctors, there's good railroaders, there's bad railroaders, you know, there's good electrical workers, there's bad electrical workers. I mean, you know, you get it in every field. It's just unfortunate. It, it's unfortunately a uh oh god, an inherent risk or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. It just you're just always going to have that. You're never going to be able to get rid of it. Nope. No, I completely agree. Completely agree. I, I you know, I, I don't think, I know that there's rigorous tests of, of trying to get in to be a police officer. And, you know, you go through the psychological exams, you go through the lie detector tests, you go through the physical fitness and da, 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 and all those other things. But at the end of the day, even a sane person who can turn out to be crazy can pass all that shit. Oh yeah, for sure. It's you know, not not perfect, you know. No, it's not. And it's hard to make anything perfect to where you're not going to get, you know, where you're not going to get some sort of bad into a situation that's supposed to deliver good. Right. Side note, that is my one of my favorite memes out there. You know those Nike pictures where um, you know, the just do it pictures or whatever, or like if you believe in something, just do it. And it's got this really dramatic picture. Yep. Person or whatever. Well, this my favorite meme out there is uh like the top one is the picture of Brady at his uh retirement or yeah, his retirement press conference. You know, sitting there saying, you know, I want to take some time off to spend with my wife and my kids, yada yada yada. And then the bottom picture is one of those one of those Nike pictures with Tom Brady on and beneath it says, you know, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'd have to see if I could find that and share it on here somehow. It's oh god, I was dying. It's just I want, I want to take, I want to, I'm, I'm done with the game. I want to spend some time with my family, my kids. Fuck them, kids. <laughs> it's like the same thing. There's a like a a Dodge Challenger, you know, like a mm. newer one, and it's <clears throat> it's uh. You know, the kid's like, oh, dad, I want to go to, I want to go in the car. I want to go in the car, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Talking about getting in the car, right? And right. then the, cam- the camera pans into the back seat of the car and there's no back seat and says, fuck those kids. <laughs> it's kind of the same situation. <laughs> fuck kids. Kids ain't getting in my fucking car. Hell no. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, hey, you know, I mean, I guess this is a good, uh places any to uh to stop up for this uh, technically i guess it'd be the first episode yeah you know um oh 
it was kind of a little bit all over the place and a little choppy and I definitely apologize to the viewers for that, but I promise it'll get better. Um, we kind of had a little bit of a, uh, a flow we were trying to follow and, um, uh, that paid to be a little bit more difficult than, uh, than we thought, but you know, as, uh, we get rid of this and we just get on topics that we want to talk about and, you know, moving forward, I think it's, uh, I think it's really going to turn into something pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It'll get it'll get better going forward. You know, I think right now we're just trying to put out there what this what will be discussed and just the you know variety of different you know, um, just a variety of different examples. You know, doesn't yeah, always have sure. to, doesn't always have to be pop politics. You know, nope. it can be anything really. I don't think, like I said earlier, we could be talking. We could talk for 40 minutes about smoking meat and the right and wrong way to do it and what your opinion is, you know. I mean, there's anything you can talk about a lot of things on here. It doesn't always have to be politics, but agreed. Yeah, going forward, going forward, I think it'll be better as long as we find, you know, once we have a specific topic of the day to talk about and just talk about that topic. Yep, exactly. So so yeah, uh, that that being said, uh, we have a Discord channel. Uh, which you can find on our website, which is uncstudio.com. Uh, you can get on our Discord channel and you can talk to us uh, pretty much any anytime, 24-7. Um, we're hoping to grow the following within the Discord channel. And, uh, you know, as time goes on, we'll be taking people as guests on the show from the Discord channel. So that would be the place that you would want to be uh, outside of, actually listening to the podcast um you know so yeah take a look at our website um we're all we also have a patreon account uh which is also on our website so you know as things keep going on forward we're you know we'll we'll be doing different things uh for the viewers and and um yeah so um i think uh i think that's it for our first show so thanks, thanks Pat for joining me and uh, we will uh, see you next week. And thanks to all the viewers um, for listening in. I like it. All right. Yep. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Join us on our Discord, which you can find on our website, uncstudio.com. And the next week, another great show. Bye.